This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 20th of January 2023. Presented to you this week by Sophie Whiteman, farm trader based in the West. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Russia's military activity in Ukraine has had a significant influence on wheat prices over the past 11 months. Last May, wheat futures soared to record high levels as the Russian invasion of Ukraine halted Black Sea exports from one of the world's primary wheat exporters. The subsequent arrival of a record Russian wheat crop now put above 104 million tonnes, has resulted in notable wheat exports, increasing their market share in world markets. This has contributed to wheat futures prices falling back to levels not seen since before the conflict. This week, official analysts raised the season's Russian wheat export estimate to 45.5 million tonnes, up from 33 million tonnes last season. Cheap Russian wheat sales saw the country's export pace rise by 1 million tonnes per week in December. On a television interview on Tuesday, President Putin said that Russia needed to maintain stable food reserves by restricting some exports if necessary, although no details were provided. Putin also said that no one could accurately predict Russia's agricultural output for 2023, citing unexpected warm weather in Europe and frosts in Central Asia, as well as the fact that Russia would need to retain stable reserves for domestic use. These comments presented more uncertainty for markets, and in doing so, triggered a spell of short covering and support for wheat prices. However, later in the week, the Ministry of Agriculture of the Russian Federation said that there were no plans to amend the country's grain export quota, and prices subsequently eased lower again. A shrinking world corn balance sheet should offer wheat prices some element of support. Following last week's United States Department of Agriculture's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report for January, corn production for Argentina, the world's third largest exporter after Brazil and the US, is down to 52 million tonnes. Local analysts put the crop 7 million tonnes lower at 45 million tonnes as a result of prolonged dryness and heat. Circumstances for Ukraine appear worse than the United States Department of Agriculture might suggest, with its crop estimate at 27 million tonnes. This week, the Ministry of Agrarian Policy and Food of Ukraine said that the delayed corn harvest, as a result of bad weather, had impacted yields and quality. The total corn crop may be 22 to 23 million tonnes. This compares to the 42 million tonne total from last year. 
In contrast to wheat futures, Chicago Board of Trade corn futures rallied to their highest level since the beginning of November 2022, before the rain arrived in Argentina, which triggered some profit-taking. Moving on to barley. There's a continuation of slow exports, which has been a feature of the season. Feed barley has been too small a discount to wheat in order to compete with other raw materials for compounder use. This picture looks set to remain for the next few weeks. If this continues, old crop prices will come under pressure as they are £20 per tonne above new crop values. Because of the uncertainty surrounding the cost of production and the yield outlook, farmers have been absent from selling at the current levels. The focus of attention will potentially be other market influences, such as the Brazilian corn crop being the next major feed grain to be sown once the current soybean harvest is complete. Sowing in Ukraine will be down significantly whilst the conflict continues. Finally, global economic activity has been slow, impacting overall demand for all products. The pace and strength of any economic recovery is uncertain for the coming months. It is worth keeping these factors in mind as they will be the main features over the next month. There's plenty of time to market new crop, but as the crop goes through its growth stages, growers should consider the triggers that could lead them to market. Looking at oilseed rape now. This week saw rapeseed prices close lower than where they were three weeks ago. The fundamentals of supply and demand, in combination with proposed legislation changes in Germany, have weighed on markets. Europe has plenty of rapeseed to fulfil the increased demand levels present this year through both domestic and imported sources. This has resulted in rapeseed becoming cheaper versus competing vegetable oil sources such as soybeans. Adding to the negative price outlook on rapeseed was an announcement from the German Federal Minister Steffi Lemke. She stated that she would be sending proposals to the Cabinet for the country to withdraw from the use of crop-based biofuels in the aim of reducing greenhouse gases. Instead of rapeseed oil, increased amounts of used cooking oil and other waste products would constitute the non-mineral oil part of the biofuel blend. Further afield, Argentina is set for increased rainfall in the near term, which is desperately needed to break the record drought scene there. Wet weather will aid planting and development of the country's soybean crop. Clearly, volumes and geographical cover will vary wildly here, so traders will be watching forecasts closely. The global economic situation is a strong driver for vegetable oil prices at the moment. Increasing interest rates and slowed growth have already fed through to lower oil demand in the nearby months, with crushers reportedly having to carry oil stocks to preceding months. There will be a keen focus on the speed of economic recovery, as this will be key for vegetable oil demand and in turn prices for the remainder of the year. Next week sees the start of the Chinese New Year celebrations, which will see the country mostly absent from markets for a week. This could cause some choppiness as a key market driver is removed. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. The weakness in the gas price continues to fuel serious questions towards European ammonium nitrate producers around short to medium term viability of either restarting plants or leaving them shut. Given the associated costs of startup versus the risk of owning higher price stock compared to granular urea, they currently remain generally out of the market, keeping AM prices at a large premium compared to urea. 
The Urea market has again edged downwards during the week due to demand destruction and currency moves. UKAN remains offered to the market for March delivery, but activity and demand is low. There could be more weakness, but on the upside, late season demand could cause price spikes and supply issues in spring 2023. Our advice is to act now and talk to your Frontier contact about market options. As usage of liquid fertiliser approaches, growers are encouraged to confirm UAN requirements for the coming spring while taking into account any cropping changes such as additional winter cereal areas that were drilled in recent months or the loss of winter oilseed rape. Growers' additional requirements for nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur graze should be discussed with their Frontier contact who will be able to confirm the regional options available. With new tank installations ongoing for growers who have converted to UAN this season, it is important to ensure site preparation is completed in a timely fashion to avoid delays. A range of nitrogen phosphate grades are available in bulk and IBCs for root growers looking for starter fertiliser options this spring. This week has seen a steady increase in inquiries on potash, phosphate, PKs and NPKs for spring application. Markets remain flat with very little price movements. Some potential limited weakness in phosphates has also been helped by improving pound-to-dollar rates, but actual physical stocks in the UK are scarce due to low quarter four 2022 demand. A small increase in demand will very quickly lead to shortages of actual raw materials and late supply to farm and crop. This was Frontrunner for week ending the 20th of January 2023. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch with us by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.